1: Back to the AM Drive to everyone in the sports universe. For Aaron Crouchman, I am Michael Carvelis. Aaron, have you had a? Um, did you have a good weekend? How about that?
0: I did. It was uh, my first official Father's Day as a new dad, so that was nice. I got a, I got a, a very very awesome gift. I got a coffee mug with uh, it was golf themed. And my kid's footprints were the greens, and uh, it was a uh, pretty cool. I never, you know, I never thought I would uh, get really worked up over stuff like that, but it was a pretty cool thing to see. And my wife gave him the brush, and he painted the inside. So there's little, you know, brush strokes on the inside. It was, it was, uh, it was a pretty cool experience, let's say the least to receive something like that. It's not something I ever really wanted or expected, um, if you know my story. And uh, now that I've kind of been into this shoes, it's not something I would trade for sure.
1: As your father on this show, I can see I feel some of the same sentiments. <laughs> you Had to ruin this moment there for you.
0: You did, um. absolutely, you did.
1: Go to MikeAndAaronDrive.com and check out the best <clears throat> in our apparel and, of course, all of our sponsors. But, of course, go there, shop our store, support our show. Be there for our store because we are there for you every Monday and Friday. Um, it is June 19th, 2023. And, Aaron, I know you watched the U.S. Open. I have to ask you first, how long like, – what, were we talking about the PGA and LID thing yet, or are they still kind of on the PGA stuff right now? Uh,
0: so I watched the final round. I uh, didn't really catch it throughout the week. I mean, uh, although, you know, first and foremost, shout out to Ricky for, for three, three, uh, leading three rounds. I didn't hear too much in the way of the merger talk or anything along those lines. And it may have been simply because the USGA and the US Open really have nothing to do. With the PGA and Live and all of that stuff, I mean, obviously the Live guys were there. Some of them were in the field, in the mix, um, but no, I don't think I really heard anything uh, along those lines, or really paid attention to it. And you know, it, it's kind of weird, and I don't know. Like I said, I'm still kind of in the dark, so to speak, on what all this means. You know, as, we, as,
1: most, as most of us are, but yeah.
0: Yeah, to me, it's like, okay, well, they merged, and it's like, okay, well, Liv is still going to have their season. Are they going to remain separate leagues? It seems like that's the case. Are they going to merge players and stars, and what is the DP? How does the DP World Tour factor into all this? Uh, So, I mean, for anyone to sit there and and kind of talk about it, it's really got to be mostly speculation at this point. So. I don't know, I could be wrong. Obviously, there's people that are much more in the know and much more smarter than me at things like this. We're still trying to find our way to our boy Digsy from 54 Live Podcast, see what he knows about it. But uh, for me, it's it's still, you know, a kind of a, you know... My favorite sentiment on when somebody commented was the minion, uh, one, of the, one of the minion memes that was like, huh? Like, what does this mean? Like, I don't know what this...
1: Yeah, no, I... I'm with you, and, and I know you saw of feel more in the middle. That's fine, but the casual and even the harder core golf fans are still, I feel like, I haven't heard anything about it. Because if we did know more about it, I feel like there'd be a lot more either for or against it. I haven't really seen either or. It's mainly just like we're all in the middle, like, is this good or bad for us? Well, we're hoping the, it's a good thing.
0: I think a lot of people right now, if you're the, if you're the PGA stand, then you're like, this is this is ridiculous you know we we sat here and sat on our hands and played the moral high ground all for what and then if you're the live golfer fan or the golfer in itself you're just kind of like <laughs> yeah you <know, laughs> you're you know, i went and took hundreds of millions of dollars and you didn't and now we're basically brethren again
1: that's pretty bad i mean that's got a, that's a lot of money just taking like you think like you're being portrayed as the bad guy. Now you're back to being friends. It's like so. How are you doing? Well, I'm a hundred million dollars richer. How about you? Well, I, I took right. the high ground. Whoa! Oh, the guy who won it. I don't know his name off the top, but he did um get. He was the fourth player in U.S. Open history to make his first cut and win the event at the same time. Um, is that a cool deal for? I thought there that there's been four of them. It's pretty incredible.
0: So so, I got this right. He he made his first U.S. Open cut. And he his
1: First cut.
0: I feel like Wyndham Clark has made other major cuts, but it's possible. I mean, I mean, he's he's a name that you wouldn't know as a casual golf fan. That uh, might
1: be a thing. It might be the U.S. Open cut. Or oh, what? Still though.
0: Either way, still a a pretty dang good uh, stat or accomplishment. Yeah, he's. Mm-hmm. He's not your typical guy, even though, like I said, I was definitely rooting for Ricky. I, you know, I will say this, this is the first year and I know that the U.S. Open has always ended on Father's Day, but it really crept up on me this year. I had one bet and that was it. It came through, which was nice. Um, But I had no, I had no preparation for that, that tournament coming up. I just really wasn't paying attention. And uh, I will share that I did have, John Rahm, thank you. Thankfully for his fourth round. Uh John Rom mm. and Scotty Scheffler parlayed to both finish in the top 20. So that was kind of nice. That's uh, kind of
1: easy, almost, if you like.
0: Well, trust me, they were both heavy favorites to do that. Uh so parlaying them made it, I think, a minus one sixty favorite. Wow. <laughs> but uh John It's kind of
1: rare that a parlay does that.
0: Uh they were both, I think, minus three and change. <sighs> Yeah, I think they were both the like, high threes. Um, but uh, John Rum was not in the top 20 in the fourth round. He had to shoot five under to get there. So, uh, thanks for that.
1: I mean, all he does is get favored for everything. And I swear to God, he wins like one every, every 15 times. Well, I'm just so used to Tiger Woods. Seeing John Romm always be a favorite is like just the banks just saying, give me free money, give me free money. But like they're telling the customers, "Pay me, pay me." The customers aren't getting anything.
0: Well, sometimes when it's something so obvious, you know, you have to lay the, you know, you have to lay some juice on it. It's, it's kind of like when you're going to buy a product. Well, there are the cheap dollar store versions of them, but oh. sometimes you spend a little bit more money, you know, you get a better product. And that's not the greatest analogy, but in terms of gambling, it's the only thing I can think of that really why you have to spend more money on some more quality but could still lose your money.
1: You want a Walmart get great value or you can get the Kellogg's buff cereal.
0: Yeah, but I mean even in that Spence you're not you're not losing something on buying the Fruit Loops versus the Multimeal meal crap. That's pretty.
1: Be nice to the to the hey, mom cereal. I was
0: a multi, I was a Multimeal kid. I was a ramen kid, dude. I grew up uh, I grew up without some I can't say I ever missed a meal, but I I definitely grew up with uh, not the not the brand name stuff for a small portion of my life. So I get it.
1: Started from the bottom. Now we hear speaking of rap songs. It's a parade inside his city. Yeah. Fun <laughs> fact, I've never heard that song in my life. Don't I will, I will never. I will do my purpose to avoid it. But Aaron, how was Vegas? <clears throat> song past weekend?
0: It was pretty incredible. I uh, oh. tried to get in. Um, oh, I was actually shut out. I had to work. Till you six.
1: Have a media a,
0: pass? No, no. no. <laughs> uh, I had to work till six. The parade started at seven, but seemingly sometime between—excuse me, good morning.
1: No, oh, if the sun is rising, man.
0: Sometime between six and seven, they decided they were at capacity and were not allowing anybody else in, which is okay. I got to spend it with the family, and we watched it on TV, which um, I will say the same. Died? Oh, of course it wasn't the same. Sidebar tangent, we watched the ABC slash Scripps Sports version of the parade and their audio and video feeds were absolutely abysmal. And if Scripps Sports is going to be the one broadcasting the games here in the near future, then they need to definitely maybe invest in an upgrade of their equipment because it was pretty brutal. uh, They have
1: WNBA too, I think, Scripps does.
0: I mean I can't speak for any other broadcast except the one I saw two nights ago and it was bad. Very bad. So
1: They started uh, with spelling bees. Be nice to them.
0: No, oh, I remember scripts. I do remember that. I like I said, I, I I wasn't I was just telling them this is just some, some early feedback before they decide to become the official leader of Vegas Golden Knights hockey broadcast. So Defending I,
1: Champion Knights Hockey broadcast.
0: Exactly. Yeah, it was absolutely incredible to watch uh that william carlson one of the speeches of the decades if you haven't seen that uh you know it you know you have to go find it on youtube or somewhere spoiler alert there's obviously some cussing involved. Hey. so you know pg-13 your your ears if you need to oh hey. but uh you know it's it's sad to see these people on twitter who like yeah, they look at these crowds and they're like oh yeah nobody cares about this look at this They find the one spot of the parade where, like, it was making a turn. So people weren't really in that spot. Of course, disregard all the pictures of hundreds of thousands of fans. It was estimated 350,000 fans were there, which I know you've never been out here, dude. Well, I know you've never been out here, but it's really hard to pack that many people on the strip in one area. (laughs) Uh, you had them watching from the balconies, and of course the parade and party at Toshiba Plaza, right outside the arena, at the end, uh, was was pretty cool. Um, I'm really hoping to, at some point throughout this year, just to see the cup, maybe touch the cup, kiss it.
1: Oh, boom!
0: So I've seen three cups hoisted, but I have never touched or kissed the Stanley Cup. So.
1: You can't kiss it, Aaron. Stop that.
0: Oh, if I get a chance, I'm kissing it.
1: <laughs> Here, woo! arrest him Mm-mm. um by the way um uh, oh can you remember that squid worm, like meme where he's looking out the window and all his friends having fun that that was you that was you
0: that was me you're right you're right i did <laughs> i did see a lot of the parade through facebook so a lot of the God good stuff. lord i
1: don't have- I mean, obviously Denver Nuggets fans did not get that same message that you did. All oh, you can't come in here. It's a parade, dude. What are we doing here?
0: Yeah, I mean, I understand. The thing is, I think they they sectioned off too little of a quadrant and I don't think I don't think they expected what they got. I think they expected 50, 75,000 people and got five times that amount, five to, you know, five to eight times that amount. And uh yeah, I think uh, it was planned a little improperly. I think they based—no offense—I think they based this parade a little bit off of the Aces Parade, which <laughs> if it's smaller. It was like um,
1: 500 people showed up. Like they were all half of them were paid.
0: Right. So I don't know. That's that's my theory. But I yeah, I definitely could not get in, which which is okay. You know, it, it, it's. You know, we talk about Father's Day. It's it's some of those things where you have to make decisions. But sometimes, and you, you know, you do the one thing, the one thing you prefer to do. You have to make the decision to do the other thing. And it's not that I didn't want to hang out with my family. It's just, you know, Stanley Cup parades don't come around all that often. So, uh Although you know,
1: Vegas, it might. So,
0: hopefully, it does. I mean, in two thousand four, I was a kid, so mm-hmm. watching Tampa hoist the cup, I didn't get to go to the parade. The other the other cups that I've watched hoisted uh, was Washington when they hoisted it in Vegas. I'm obviously not going to that parade. Don't do it. Uh, and then Tampa. How do they do that? Huh?
1: They don't take it back home.
0: They do, but I'm not talking about the parade. I'm just talking about hoisting the cup. Oh, okay. They take the parade back to Washington, of course. Uh, and then 2021, I was going to go to the parade, and then it, in Tampa, and it got rained out. So. <laughs>
1: Tampa, uh, what it rained really?
0: Yeah, it rained in Tampa. Gee whiz. Yeah. No. But ah. uh so far I've been 0 for three on attempts to go to a parade. Actually make that 0 for 4 now. So
1: oh. all right. We'll be right back and then we're talking about um basketball and football. Football? Wow, we'll be right back.
0: All right, welcome back here to this Monday morning edition of the yes. AM Drive. We are presented by Fanatics. You see it right here above my head. You know it. You know what they do, what they're about. They are the best in sports memorabilia, merchandise, and apparel. And if you want to get yours, please go to MikeAndAaronDrive.com and click that F. It doesn't cost you anything. It doesn't take but two more seconds of your time to help out this channel tremendously by shopping until you drop for all the hottest gear, merchandise, memorabilia, apparel for any league, team, or player that you can think of right Mm -hmm. here at MikeAndAaronDrive.com and and click that Fanatics logo today to shop till you drop for that sports fan in your life.
1: And it helps us sound again tremendously. (laughs) What a great word. (coughs) All right, so Bradley Beal, I did not see this on Twitter. I don't know what I was doing. I was sleeping. But on Bradley Beal, I traded the signs for – I've, never, I've heard this um, slang thrown around a lot, this joke, for a bag of chips and, like, a, a pack of gummy worms. This was pretty about – this was about that. Chris Paul, who I swear to God was 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 released, and apparently he wasn't maybe, and then Landry Shamet goes to the um, Wizards. Wow. Um, they get up multiple second-round picks. Oh, boy. And a couple of pick swaps. Like, what are we doing? Like, is this That's all so- it took for Bradley freaking Beal? Come on, man. And man, um, people actually liked what I said on Facebook and Twitter about this. I said Kevin Durant is exactly who Michael Jordan fans want LeBron James to be in terms of needing superstars to win. I mean, he is literally who MJ fans wish LeBron was. This dude, as if Devin, I'm not saying Devin Booker is all you need. I'm saying, dude, you need Bradley Beal and Devin Booker? But holy cow, this guy can't – I thought Booker and Durant were like going to be a match made in heaven. Apparently, that was not a thing for the first few games they played. Aaron, this uh, – Kevin Durant better win a championship next I'm telling you, he better win it because this is looking really stupid at this point. I'm sorry.
0: You know, it's funny. And I, I can get down with, you know, what you're saying about, you know, the KD being the poor man's LeBron – uh, and it does. And it seems like he's made every attempt to, you know, partner himself with superstars. We obviously know about Golden State. That worked, you know, for him. Why right. he decided to, you know, blow that up, God only knows. But
1: because you call it uh, a B word, boom.
0: <laughs> Brooklyn, obviously the same thing. It did not work. And the, I can't say the reason, but it's it starting to see a trend is, the, the superstars he aligns with, and himself included, can't stay healthy. Mm. And now the ones in Phoenix, you know, obviously Chris Paul was getting up there in age, but who's going to facilitate to these guys?
1: <laughs> That's a good point. I mean, I just, and the fact that, I didn't want to say the fact that Bradley Beal waived his, um, his, his deal for this is, is pretty up. Pretty interesting in my opinion as well. Who's gonna facilitate? I don't even I don't think Cam Payne is that guy. But if you're gonna rely on Cameron Payne to feed you the ball, you're in a heap of trouble, in my opinion. That is a good point, though. Who's taking the ball before? Because those guys like to live on the wings. Like is Bradley Bealy a point guard more than I think he is? I don't know.
0: Well, and the thing is is they've now locked up their first round picks for the rest of this decade. They can't. Tr- they can't go get somebody. I mean, I, I was thinking like if they could, you know, fire off one or two first round picks and still have like three or four left. Uh, you know, maybe go, maybe go get Dame and make a big four if you can fit it under salary cap. Or anything.
1: Jesus,
0: I know, I know, it'd be crazy. But as far as the Kevin Durant, you know, legacy goes, huh. this, yeah, he has to win it.
1: I don't know how you, I don't know how you fall. And even if like, unless like a guy tears his ACL, which I'm not manifesting or anything, I'm just saying, unless like some significant injury happens, you've got to do something to at least make it to the finals again. Because Steph Curry looks good right now.
0: I mean, I can't claim to know a ton about Bradley Beal. Other than yeah, he's a pretty good you know spot up scorer. My guess is he he yeah. What what are we gonna do with him and Booker? Are both twos, right?
1: Yeah. One. I
0: mean, I- I, I yeah, Durant's going to play the four and DeAndre Ayton to the five? Like, I don't
1: know. I don't think Booker or or they, they can't play the the one. There's no way that's going to happen. There's got to have like campaign and DeAndre Ayton is still, I don't see how Ayton has survived it this far.
0: These guys to me, and again, this isn't, it, I know the least about Bradley Beal, but these guys to me don't seem like consummate professional teammates. This feels like it's just not going to work.
1: Agreed. It feels like James Harden and Kyrie and KD. Like, that on the surface, at person seemed like, oh, wow, big names. When you start thinking basketball-wise, like, this is kind of like, I don't know, Kyrie and Luca. Like should be adding another Kyrie.
0: Yeah, it's kind of an oil-water kind of situation. Like, yeah. I this whole, on any given night, you know, any one of these guys can step up and rip off 40. But can they all put together 30? You know, even, like, 27 a game, can they all do something like that?
1: And, mm-hmm.
0: you know, it's the same with, with the, when the big three, when the big three in, in Miami came about. Like, well, like all, these, all three of these guys average 28 to 30 a game. They're all going to put up 30. They're going to – you know, they got three guys scoring 90. The rest of the bench gets, you know, another 25. They're never going to lose a game. And that just doesn't happen. Like,
1: right. some of these
0: guys take a back seat. And, and maybe if it's Durant taking the back seat and letting these two guys thrive, because they're still obviously younger. Right. But – like you said, like, you know, if these guys run one and two, I mean, I guess you could kind of teach Book to be a facilitator, but I feel like he's kind of that spot shooter, not to his game unless he somehow develops. I, I just don't see the mix. Now, of course, we got a lot of offseason left to go. The whole Chris Paul thing, like...
1: Van Vliet's available, I believe, coming up.
0: I mean, I guess. I don't know. The, yeah, I mean, I don't know the whole... You know the NBA free agency thing here, but uh, you would have to look at a situation where <clears throat> you got to find somebody to facilitate this offense, and then at the same time you got to figure out who can play small and who's going to play two and who's going to play three between these two guys because they're both twos. I mean, that's that's evident.
1: Are you shocked? Like, how sh- on a scale of one to ten, you get Landry <laughs> Shamitz, you're probably going to have to buy out Chris Paul on top of that, and seconds in the picks in some pick swaps. If you're the wizards right now you gotta feel pretty stupid right I don't know I, was Beal's contract expiring like, I don't know I, I know he had to waive it so I'm like what's going on
0: here no I thought he had a few I thought he recently just signed a big deal He's saying, makeup- they,
1: they how they get so fleece it's weird <sighs> Is that because he wouldn't go anywhere else
0: I mean I don't know if if, if they if they if Bradley went to them and said I want to explore trade options I I gotta imagine that's not the best that came back. But if it I mean, maybe they said, look, we'll honor your trade request, and this was the best that came back. I don't know. I mean, Jeez. let's be honest, players aren't necessarily the best and agents <laughs> as well at <laughs> creating trades. I mean, what they do? Go to ESPN and just plug everybody in the the little trade machine.
1: ESPN would love that, by the way. But yeah, no, that's a good point.
0: I just, yeah, pick swaps to me are the dumbest thing because when are you ever going to take the, when are you ever going to take Phoenix's first pick? They're going to be better than you every year for the foreseeable future as long as these three guys are on the roster. So you're never swapping picks with them. A couple, a couple of seconds, which, I mean. A couple of
1: seconds were all- bad.
0: We all know seconds are basically worthless. Yeah, you might find a, a Jokic in the rough. And in like
1: basketball, that. that's like the fourth or fifth round of the NFL draft. It's pretty bad.
0: Right. Yeah, I mean, with a two-round draft, if you look at it. Like, lottery picks are obviously first round, and then everything else is second and third round picks in the in the draft as far as late first round picks go. But, yeah, I mean, this is a this is a head-scratcher if you're the – the only thing I can think of is you're the Wizards and you're just in a complete, like, rock-bottom position here at this point. You're like – It
1: could be in I Cap could, Hell, maybe?
0: Yeah, I mean, I need to get out of Capel. I need to literally break it all the way down to the studs. But <laughs> let's be honest. I mean, the only time the Wizards are really relevant is when Michael Jordan was on a farewell tour. And that yeah, was- and
1: even even the Gilbert Arena days, they were Anton Jameson, Those guys were guys were washed at that point.
0: Yeah, that wasn't anything either. I mean, they made a couple of like second round appearances and whoa,
1: got swept. Yeah, like- <laughs>
0: like washington is trying to re- restore old glory here like they just
1: it just comes back out now
0: who's the worst franchise washington or orlando gotta be washington right everybody picks on orlando but i think washington's the worst franchise
1: i think if orlando would keep their young guys for once they could actually build a little something because they always have talent there
0: i just mean historically i mean wa- you what know trend? washington Done nothing. Orlando's made. because yeah,
1: Orlando has, at least has Shaq for a, for a while, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, Orlando, they had Penny Hardaway. Huh?
1: And they have Penny Hardaway, right?
0: Well, yeah, Dwight Howard, and you know they.
1: Yeah, so they, uh, yeah, and they made the finals with Dwight Howard too. Yeah, it's, it's Washington's it's bad. You're right.
0: And they were a thorn in LeBron's side for like a four or five year stretch there before he left. So
1: they've been good since they were the Bullets.
0: It's true. They won a championship as the Bull- uh Speaking of, uh, I think. Oh I Lord! I don't know if it's breaking news or not, but I think Lou Williams just retired. Really? I think so. I'm trying to pull it up here.
1: Sweet like, Lou,
0: Mr. Strip Club himself.
1: <laughs> well, he's was he like a multiple Sixth Man of the Year like wear?
0: I thought he won like two of them. Yeah.
1: Yes, he's he was good. He's one of those guys where, like he's so good. You wonder why he didn't start, and then you realize he's undersized. But coming off the bench, what a what a menace!
0: Yeah, so you think about guys like that, and it's like you're right. Like versus the starters, they're way overwhelmed. When you play in the second string, then you know, they look fantastic. He's a they're guy. like, they're just yeah. It's it's a weird uh, it's a weird conundrum where you're in the you, know, you can make a living out of it, like as he did. Obviously, he was around for a long time.
1: Speaking of bullets, as well, like how those who are doing here. <laughs> John Moritz got twenty five games. Aaron, quick thoughts on this, honestly. I think it should have been about forty. I think twenty-five is about as it's about as low as they could go in this situation. I know people were saying, well, that's a lot. Well, not really, because of again of what he did in the PR aspect of things. I think twenty-five is kind of like I said, lowest they could go in my opinion.
0: Yeah, so I looked at this in a situation and I posted on Twitter obviously a poll. I'm curious while you're while I'm talking here, if you can look it up and see how the 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 public has reacted to our poll, but um, I i don't know. There's not really, there could be, I don't know this for, for a fact, but I, I don't really know of any precedent to something like this. In terms of, yeah. excuse
1: good morning again.
0: In terms of like uh, precedent of just egregious acts. I mean, pointing lasers at team buses or, you know, but, That's bad. Uh, you know, Instagram, you know, all this stuff, you know, brandishing a firearm on Instagram. Now, obviously there are people whose actions have been a detriment to the league and, you know, they've been punished for this. But, like, it's – it's. I, I don't know how – I don't really have an opinion. Like, I know this is bad. But, like, if they said he was suspended for the season, I would have been like, okay. If they said he would have been suspended for half a season, I would have been like, Okay. When they said he got 25 games, I was like, "All right, I mean that's a third of the season, basically. So, it's you know, if anything that wasn't zero, I was probably okay with. Like even a 10 game suspension, I've been like, oh, that's not great,' but like,
1: if, uh, if like 10 would have been like the bare minimum. Like if they were just being I, stupid, but 25 is probably step two. I think you could have gone about 30, 40 games though.
0: But he's not a uh, this isn't like a second offense. This isn't like, this is just a small, you know, in his, he's been around for what, about five years now in the league? Four years, five years? Uh,
1: three or four. He's three or four. four.
0: Okay. Let's call it four. This is a small chunk of it where he's, he's not, you know, acting appropriate and he's definitely embarrassing the shield as Roger Goodell likes to paint. Obviously this is NBA, but uh, you know, it, it, this could be a scenario where same thing happens again and you do get a year, or you get two years, this might be a spot where, hey, we're going to slap you with 25, but if you pull this crap again, or you continue hanging out with these people, and things, you know, arise, we're you're gone for two. This might be the early warning that Pretty leads... Pretty
1: strict warning,
0: yeah. ...to over overzealous punishment. You know what I'm saying? Like, That's the no point, gonna, actually. We'll let you off a little lighter than we should, but if you don't straighten the hell up, like you're going to find yourself out of this league.
1: My view were straightened up yesterday. That's a good point. Yeah. Um. Here's this. So they, they had, we only had four votes so far. That was my fault for not sharing. I just shared the two big group chats. But um, so far, three of the first four people said, like me, was too short. So, I mean, and the other one said it was just right. So there was no, oh, this is too long. It's horrible. But the general consensus for, like, to me, if you're, like, the first five votes are, like, majority of one way it's pretty much going to be like that in my opinion so i think the consensus is too short
0: and by the way jaw doubling down and trying to light your gun your toy gun on fire as a candle that's you're just not helping yourself
1: i lied by the way it's three to two now somebody else voted schmuck
0: (laughs) hey get on there and vote let's see how you feel about this uh john morant case but yeah, no, i mean i just uh, i mean like i said like Anything they came out to me, being it that it's a first cumulative offense. Right. I mean, a third of the season, effectively, is is not bad.
1: What about Josh Gordon, like, doing weed or drugs whenever it was still illegal? Like, if, I know he did, like, ten times in the end. But, like, what if he did, like, the first two or three times? I don't think he got super long, did he? I think or the first, first one or two.
0: Four games, and then he got, like, ten games. And then he so ended. this might
1: be that. That might be the equivalent, almost.
0: Right. I mean, if you look at it, four games was a quarter of the season. Ten games was two-thirds of the season, uh, effectively. And then he got a year. And then I think he got, like, just uh,
1: – well, Indefinite, yeah.
0: Ended indefinitely. He's not in the, He's not still in the – is he still with Seattle? No, right?
1: No, he's, with, he's in the um, XFL. Okay. Oh, Which is actually in- interesting. Did you see the um, Antonio Brown thing I, sh- I shared with you? That was really – if you don't know anything about CTE, that, that's about it. Something I, I just is, want to let that be out there.
0: Yeah, I mean, if I'm whatever that arena league is, like – Albany Empire. I understand we're desperate for capital, but good Lord, there's got to be a time or place where you just stop letting <laughs> this guy just be a thing.
1: Um, Do you believe in the Jets? And the reason this question comes up is because NFL season, of course, is Around the corner, kind of like around the block, really. But um, I thought this was an interesting one to start off with this year because I feel like, to me, I'm not as hyped as maybe the people in the obvious New York media would be. I don't. I know Aaron Rodgers, I feel like he's going to have a little bit of a bounce back here, but even then, I don't know if they're good enough. I mean, I know last year with Mike White and they were doing so well, but I've seen stories like this before where a backup comes in and looks good they expect great things the next year, and they fall off the face of the earth. So, I'm, and plus they're in the AFC East, Aaron. Hmm.
0: I mean, it, it's it's a very vague question. What what do I believe in the Jets to do? Win the Super Bowl? The contenders. That, I, that's such a vague word though, because like, AFC they
1: might, contenders for crying
0: out loud. But what does that mean? Like, are they going to make the Super Bowl? No, I don't think they are. Do you believe
1: full heartedly that they're going to win at least? 10 or 11 games. I don't all the top. I don't.
0: So that's a tough one because I think they can absolutely do that. I mean, look at last year, there were seven and three with the mess at quarterback. They go on to lose what? Seven games. in that's a row. That's my point. I mean, I have, I'm not, I don't have their schedule in front of me, but as far as like, do I believe in the jets to win 10 or 11 games? Sure.
1: Wow. That's bold. Actually.
0: I mean, let's, let's be honest. I, I mean, I wouldn't say Miami got any better. They, they, you know, if they get, if they get two of for a healthier season, obviously they're, they're a more complete team. If, uh, the Patriots, <laughs> there's not really much to say about them. They're, they, they wouldn't, they wouldn't shock me if they finished anywhere between two and four in this division. They would shock me if they don't, no. but if they, if they finished anywhere between two and four, I, I would say, look, that's just, you know, that's just what they do. You know, they, they, Ravens
1: are going to be better, probably, though, if Lamar healthy. Same thing with the Dolphins. Um, Steelers are going to be better with a better offensive line. They always give people problems, even if it's Kenny Piss, the quarterback. I don't
0: think they're contenders to win or even appear in the Super Bowl, but to win 10 games, sure. I believe that. that I mean, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, defining a contender is not as easy as just.
1: But AFC contender, I mean, you saw like your. Are you going with AFC contender? Because I mean, if you think they're going to win 11 games, might as well say that.
0: But they might win 11 games and get bounced in a wild card round. It, it all depends.
1: So that's how you're feeling. You're more of the lower end, 10 games than the mean, higher I,
0: end. I think my personal ceiling for them is to get to like a divisional playoff.
1: Wow. Okay. So you don't have much expectations at all. The expectations I believe are so should be there as AFC championship at the least, or AFC title birth at the least. Not like the Winning it, but getting
0: it there. And belief are different. Wow. I wouldn't be shocked. They should They should definitely have Super Bowl expectations. The problem is, you're right, the AFC is so muddled with greatness that, like, they would have to go runner-runner perfect for them, really, in my opinion, to be in the AFC title game or better.
1: Packers were pretty smart trading him to the AFC, by the way.
0: Well, they were never going to let him go to an NFC team, that's for sure.
1: I'm so, usually you hear that and they do it anyways, but Packers are pretty hell bent on that. I was proud of them.
0: The question really is: Is that are the Packers going to compete? Which
1: I've heard bad things about Jordan Love already. It's not looking good again.
0: But yeah, I mean, contenders is such a a, a vague okay. and relevant term because you know, like, the, are the Bills contenders? Sure, but there's a lot of people out there that say, well, the Bills can't get past Joe or Pat. So yeah. if if or they're Josh, just, if they're just, yeah. If they're just doomed to lose to one of those teams, by the technicality, they're not a contender at that point. You know what I mean? Like, it's so tough. Like, Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. Okay, they're probably gonna go, you know, twelve and 5, 13 and four, whatever. You know, you know, like. Uh, but until I see. I hear millions of toes. I know. Until I see, uh, Lamar Jackson in a clutch playoff game, or just even appear in one. <laughs> I they're not a contender to me, even though I did pick them to win the Super Bowl last year. Like, can they win a the Super Bowl? Absolutely, one hundred percent. Like, the love the greatest thing about football is the ball bounces. The you know ball bounces weird, you know. All ball b- and you you know we've got Super Bowl you know good Super Bowl contenders that aren't necessarily supposed to be there sometimes. So, I mean, in the AFC, you could argue there's eight. That's <laughs> right. But are they really contenders? Is you know? As Listen always, to this.
1: Listen to this real quick, Brad. Brown Steelers Ravens Bengals. I think all four of those are are decent this year, at sure. least. You got um, Dolphins Bills. At least Jets. Well, without the Jets is what I'm saying. I'm give you a six right now. You give me the Titans, who are probably going to be up, like not up there, but they're they're going to be contained for a playoff spot, right?
0: The, uh, yeah, so I don't
1: see South to be a playoff spot.
0: What about Jacksonville?
1: Jacksonville too.
0: And then you have uh, Kansas City, L.A., and Denver.
1: Who do you? I mean, who do you put? They might like. I'm telling you, Jets might finish like six and eleven with Aaron Rodgers. That's what I'm saying.
0: Well, let's play the game. I got the schedule in front of me.
1: Woo! I love the game.
0: All right, number one, our week one is Monday night opener uh, on uh, at home versus Buffalo. No. Okay. On the road at Dallas, week two.
1: Sure. Maybe. Okay. sure. Yeah, sure.
0: Home versus Probably New- not with sure. Home versus New England.
1: I'm only going to give them one because I don't think they're going to get two of those first three. I think they're going to get one of those first three.
0: All right, the next week, Kansas City at home. No. Nope. At Denver. Shh,
1: no, because I think there's, they might – no. Yeah. No,
0: Philadelphia at home. No, heck no. Now here's a here's a test. Uh, bye week, and then on the road against the Giants. No, like, even though it's not really a road game, obviously.
1: I don't feel any of these are like wins. Like wow, oh yeah, we got them this week. Oh,
0: oh wait, those will come. Uh, at home against the Chargers.
1: Sure.
0: On the road against Vegas.
1: Yeah, sorry, Jonathan Daniels.
0: (laughs) Uh, On the road against Buffalo.
1: I can get one of those, sure.
0: (laughs) You give them the road win. (laughs) Uh, Home versus
1: Miami. Oh, sure.
0: Wait, do they only play Miami once this year? That that doesn't make sense. Oh, never mind. Uh, Home versus Atlanta.
1: No. What? I live Hey, sh- I mean home, it's co-
0: home versus Houston sure. Road versus Miami.
1: Hard to get morning to Miami.
0: Okay. I was gonna say, it's in December so it'll be a, you know, it won't be as cold or it won't be as hot, sorry. Uh home versus the Commanders.
1: <laughs> yeah, let me get can we get two for that one. <laughs> uh
0: at Cleveland. No. Thursday on a Thursday, by the way. I yeah, know. And at New England to finish.
1: I mean, seven and ten or eight and nine looks about right.
0: And that's fine. And like I said, you know, ball bounces the right way in some of those, and they're a nine and ten win team. You know, like, you look oh. at them got eight wins. You know, like I said, like okay, against the Giants, they're probably pretty evenly matched. Like uh, you know. uh, I would say I probably would have given a you know I'd give him a fighting chance against Los Angeles at home, against Cleveland on the road. I give him a fighting chance. A warm my or a, you know a not as cold Miami or a not as hot Miami in December. You give him a chance. You know so like I said you know a couple things and it and it to me I'll I'll be honest I'm surprised. I mean your Lord and Savior Aaron Rodgers, you're giving you have no faith in him this year.
1: I don't know about his health and plus like Bruce Hall's health and also. They could be anywhere from five wins to like 12 wins. It's insane.
0: I mean, you got to look at the fact that, like, that's probably the M.O. for 25 teams in this league.
1: Man, we got to take baseball talk, though.
0: So, to answer your question, though, no, I don't believe in the Jets.
1: <laughs> there we go. We got to that point. Good. All right. We're we'll right back to talk about moots. my daniel burger
0: from agridime <laughs> welcome back here to the last segment of the am drive presented by agridime when you go to mike and aaron drive you'll see a logo that looks just like that you do what do you do you click it you do it like this or wait mario brother style
1: <laughs>
0: uh, and when you eat the meat bro you... <laughs> you just like mario so uh no visit our friends at agridime uh, by going to mikeandarendrive.com and clicking the link. When you shop at Agrodyne, use promo code AMDrive for 10% off your order. Delicious meats. We've already had a couple people order. So, for those of you that have who are watching, we greatly appreciate that. Thank you very much.
1: Yeah, you're like the best in meats, okay? You guys out there.
0: <laughs> they have the meats.
1: Like copyrighted. <laughs> okay, top five teams in Major League Baseball. Arena, go first.
0: All right, not much change to mine. Uh, oh, wow. They'll have the same five teams. I'm giving some of them a pass. I, I know that uh, you might have a little more shakeup than I do, but i uh, going to start with number one. That's the Tampa Bay Rays. I know they split a series with Oakland. That's, but, you know, <laughs> for the stretch there, Oakland was the hottest team in baseball. So yep. um, moving up to number two for me is the Atlanta Braves. Um, I, too, know that they also let Oakland get two of three from them, but then watching <laughs> the curb stomping that uh they put on the Rockies this weekend was pretty nice to see.
1: <sighs> Number
0: three for me, Texas Rangers slide one spot down. Uh Obviously, the loss of Jacob deGrom is, is huge uh, for them and for me, and they're four and six in their last ten, so that's a tough one to – Tough pill to swallow. Baltimore sits at the number four, although I did think long and hard about moving Arizona. Ultimately, I just didn't. Um, the Losing two uh, to the Cubbies uh, put a sour taste in my mouth with them, but ultimately I left them at the four, and those Diamondbacks at uh, at number five. Just just hanging on there in the NL West. Everybody's making <laughs> now. San Francisco is now the new second-place team in the NL West, and Tip of the cap, honorable mention, shout out, those pesky Marlins, Miami Marlins, 41 and 31.
1: I'm glad you mentioned that because you kind of poo-pooed on them. Well, who's Miami going to move for now?
0: Well, I mean, they, they've been great lately. I I guess, you know, the, the thing is, they're still a negative 24 run differential at 41 and 31. So, yep. yeah. break up Miami. Hey,
1: so, I've got th- – um, four notes here before I get started for my Major League Baseball this weekend. This week, the Cincinnati Reds have won eight straight and are still at minus 19 run differential. That's pretty wild. Um the Kansas City Royals are 19 and 52. The Athletics are 19 and 55 for the two worst records in baseball, but the Athletics have a minus 203 compared to minus 112. Sell the team, pal. <laughs> Brewers are our best team in the NL Central, but have a minus 16. That's insane. The Dodgers lost 15-0 to the rival Giants. This was actually tied the worst home loss in franchise history. That dates back 100 years, pal. Just let you know. So that's why the Dodgers are not in my top five. But anyways, number one, the Tampa Bay Rays. Um, They're down 20-17 on the road. That's not good. They still have the most runs in baseball. On um, the Rangers are still number two. Number three, the Braves have climbed up the ladder plus 100 and playing very good baseball. Number four, the Baltimore Orioles. Shout out Glenn Kaplan. I'm kidding, he's not an Orioles fan, but he should be now. Um, seven and three in the last 10. And the Houston cheating bastards, they're close, they're about to fall out. My honorable mention this week are the Los Angeles Angels.
0: I was about to say they're two games better than the Astros, and how are they not sitting there. I guess you're just you're just putting Houston on notice. I'm guessing is what you're. Oh, uh,
1: Houston's on like yeah, the rocket ship is falling this way, not that way.
0: Yeah, I mean you look at you look at the the league in terms of an overall standing, and it's just like you have the Rays and the Braves. I mean, I know the Braves are a little closer to the pack, but you have the Rays who are obviously way up there, but between Texas and, uh, let's say, probably San Diego, it is just, I mean, between. you have White nine, Sox
1: had a good, weekend, good week, by the way.
0: I mean, yeah, you have nine-game difference between, like, a very large chunk of the league. I mean, yeah, you've a bad team, Detroit, you know, the White Sox, the Cardinals, Rockies, Nationals, and Royals, and, of course, those A's. But between Texas and San Diego, it's like, I mean, even you can add Pittsburgh in there, too, but they've fallen off a map.
1: Yeah, you, I'm glad. You said you were going to put them in there one week, and that was all they got.
0: Uh, Pittsburgh got three weeks in my top five. Did they really? Yeah, they got the opening week.
1: What a week list
0: you have! April 24th, and then the, the subsequent following week, May 1st, and then they fell out. Same with Milwaukee. Milwaukee got four weeks, a month, in my top five.
1: Milwaukee's been in the last two years, and now they just kind of fell off for some reason.
0: And yet they still lead the division.
1: <laughs> yep.
0: I mean, it's the season-
1: those fathers were climbing though.
0: They're not talking about the the Padres.
1: Yeah, the fathers were climbing man.
0: Yeah, they just went. They just had a seven and three run, and they're in fourth place. <laughs> <laughs> Love it.
1: All right, here's a better one. Top three.
0: Tell So this one's tough because you know, obviously, you have AL MVP and NL MVP. I did this as an overall MVP. Um i actually have five guys i, I think you have five Yay!
1: Guys.
0: so i have five guys and not the and not just the burgers um right. the first three well the first two were no-brainers to me the third one was almost a no-brainer the other two were uh there was a couple guys to choose from in the pool uh number one for me is shohei i mean what he's yeah. doing is absolutely incredible i know the you know, in the past years we've said, well, his numbers on both sides, you know, pitching and, and fielding are just average numbers if he wasn't doing the other thing. This year that's not the case. Leads the league in strikeouts, leads the league in wins, ERA leads his team in every statistical cat every major statistical category, both hitting and pitching. I don't yeah. know if you see that. He's leading his his team in every major statistical category, slugging percentage, on base, batting average, home runs, RBIs. It's insane. He's actually having one of those seasons that makes me say, wow. You know, I've been kind of like just above.
1: You, I'm glad you said that because I was going to say that, but you got out of the way. I'm proud of you.
0: Yeah, he he's always been just above meh for me because he's been very average, but he does both things. This year he's actually got him Pow, pow, yeah. Pow, yeah. Uh, number two is Ronald Acuna. I mean, he's he's just a beast. I mean, he he you can definitely tell. I know they won a World Series without him, but you can definitely tell that he is just the straw that serves the drink in Atlanta. He's absolutely incredible. Um, I don't know if he's still on pace for that uh, 40-40 season, but uh, it would be really nice if he was. Uh, he's on for-
1: pace for – oh, I had it right here. He's on pace for 32 and 70. 32 hmm. homers and 70 steals.
0: Right, we'll hit the weight room, buddy. Come on, let's go. <laughs> uh, number three for me is – Marcus Simeon, no, not, uh, not Trevor Simeon, but Marcus Simeon. Uh, You look, when you look at Texas roster, he's really one of the more well-known guys. And I know that, you know, he, he wasn't the biggest guy in Toronto, but he's really stepped up. He got the big contract in Texas and he's really obviously propelling this team for me to where they are in the ALS. And like you said, the ALS is tough. I mean, you have Shohei and the angels, you have those Astros, of course. Uh, number four for me, just looking basically at stats and wins and war. I don't know much about this guy, but he's going to make my list. And that's Corbin Carroll of the Arizona Diamondbacks. Again, another guy you have to look at. You have to look at this Diamondbacks roster from a, from a team that's not expected to win this division because of the other three teams that are in it. Corbin Carroll has to be considered into the uh, conversation at M- uh, at the MVP. And then this one. I chose him simply because of the war. Obviously, uh, his team is not one I would right now look to for my MVP. But that's Bo Bichette. That's your
1: sixth guy, right?
0: That was my fifth guy. Shohei, Ah. Ian, Carroll, and Bichette.
1: Okay, but who?
0: (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, so I mean, you got you got a couple of middle, a lot of middle infielders in here which are finally getting their due, uh, you know, the, the, and they're not the Tatisas and Manny Machados and, of the worlds. So, I mean, you, you see these guys, and, you know, night in and night out, they're keeping their team afloat. I mean, like you said, this is a long season. You can't really rule anybody out right now, especially in that AL East. I understand that, you know, Tampa's running away with it, but, okay, you can probably rule Boston out. But. <laughs> oh, boo! They swept the Yankees. I know, and I'm very proud of them, but they just don't seem in my opinion, they just don't seem to have it. They're a tier
1: two or three team right now.
0: If they were in other divisions, we'd we'd be talking, we'd be giving them their flowers right now. I mean, problem is they're in the east, and it's just it's a problem for them this year. Sorry, it is what it is. Yep. All
1: right, number one for me is the legend himself, Shoya Tani. And something else to mention is he is making Mike Trout irrelevant. I know Mike Trout was irrelevant because of his, his personality. It is amazing on how good Mike Trout has been his entire career. And Shohei says, like, well, you don't even recognize Mike Trout anymore. <laughs> this guy is so good he's doing that. And that blows my mind that Mike Trout's not in the conversation anymore. Right. Um. Number two, this guy was off your list and I'm pissed off at you. Wander Franco of the Tampa Bay Rays leads his team in everything. And to me, best record in baseball still is good enough for my number two spot. Number three, Aaron – God, I don't know why I just said Aaron Jones. That was bad. Ronald Acuna. What am I talking about? Ronald Acuna Jr. was my number three guy. Um, For everything you said. Number four is Corbin Carroll of the Diamondbacks because Arizona who? Yeah, believe them. Number five is that Marcus Simeon fellow because he joined the Rangers, and they're good. And then, of course, honorable mention is Aaron Judge. Um, I feel like Judge is doing some things, but smacking home runs and getting injured is not all that happens for me in baseball. So, well, smacking home runs, obviously, but the injured thing does not help his
0: cause. Yeah, and for me, a guy who literally just – and Judge is not this guy, but a guy who's literally, you know, his only real trait or talent is, is launching bombs. Doesn't make him an MVP candidate for me. Oh I mean, if a guy gets. I mean, now Judge had a hundred, hundred plus RBIs last year. That's that's a big thing for me as well. But you know, for a person who bats five hundred times in a year to, to hit sixty of them, you know, <laughs> it's it's a great stat. But I mean, how you know how many times do we see these guys win MVPs for 60, 70 home runs? No, it's you know the Barry Bonds of the world. We're winning MVPs for a lot more, <laughs> a lot more reasons than just smacking home runs, but and Pete's um,
1: tribe pansies is who he plays for. So,
0: yeah, I, <laughs> it's 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 hard. It's hard to find, you know, clear cut MVPs this year. I mean, obviously Shohei is is just an anomaly, and then it's theoretically not fair because he's just he should win it every year based on the, what he can <laughs> do. It's just this year I'm finally ready to actually say, if the season ended today, he. He would be unanimous, in my opinion.
1: If he's not unanimous, it's its actually criminal and racist, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I don't think there's anybody. That's in
1: the, bad.
0: There's not anybody in the, that that you could put over him right now. Just, Take us just home. Can't. It's
1: a long show.
0: All right, that's gonna do it for us. Hope you guys enjoyed. Hope you guys stayed with us. Of course, make sure you stay with us on Friday. It's Fantasy Draft Friday. And we will be back with a fantasy draft, an awesome fantasy draft, and, of course, some NFL talk on Friday as well. So, for Michael Carvellis, I'm Aaron Crouch saying enjoy your work slash sports week, and we'll see you on the other side of it.
1: Drive safe, why don't you?